Hello and welcome to the Social Mirror with Harsh Rajput. Reconsidering India's population policy through a regional perspective. Over the summer, two states of India, Uttar Pradesh and Assam, have considered bills to what they proclaim as ways to encourage implementation of decent family planning. Some see this as ways to target the minority Muslim population of country who are deemed to have a higher fertility rate in comparison to nation's Hindu majority population. This is not a minor issue as Uttar Pradesh is a country's most populous province and Assam is nation's gateway to the historically troubled northern eastern region. The most well-known country to have a strict population policy was China. On 31st of May of this year 2021, China announced that couples would now be allowed to have up to three children. Chinese authorities cited that strict birth limits have created a rapid aging population and shrinking workforce that is staining the country's economy. This can be done as an admission that consequences of the one-child norm which was replaced with a two-child limit in 2016, were counterproductive. Therefore, it will be worthwhile to consider the nuances of this topic in India and also understand the broader regional perspective by considering cases that has been successful and which ones have not. Assam and Uttar Pradesh demographic features In June, Assam's Chief Minister Himan Bishwasarma said a particularly minority community should adopt a decent family planning policy for poverty reduction. In this context, I will quote what a politician from Assam Assam once told. Muslim will demand Assam as a Muslim state. It is because Hindu families are giving birth to one or two children and according to Hindu law, over here, one only one marriage is allowed. In Muslim communities, they can marry 9-10 as much as they want. The birth rate is also much more than that of Hindu community. This quote summarizes how certain politicians in Assam portray the higher birth rate within the Muslim community as being part of a large of a larger plan to change the demography of the state. This singling out of a community is very unfortunate, to say at least given the fact that the increase in Muslim percentage has slowed down in Assam over the past couple of decades. In 2005-06, the fertility rate among the state's Muslim was 3.6, but in 2019-2020, it came down to 2.4. According to India's National Family Health Survey of 2019-2020, the fertility rate in Assam is 1.9, which is lower than the replacement rate of 2.1. So is there really a need for such policy that will prevent people with more than two children from securing government jobs or contesting municipal elections as proposed in Assam? The following month, on July 11, Uttar Pradesh released a new draft bailing outline that couples with more than two children will be barred from applying to government jobs, seeking a job promotion and benefiting from government subsidies. While the state's chief minister Yogi Adityanath did not mention any particular community when unveiling the bill, 
he did tell officials that the final version of new population policy should be designed designed in a way to maintain the demographic balance in all communities it should be emphasized that overall in india the tfr among muslims in the southern states is much lower than the tfr among hindus of three densely populated northern states the uttar pradesh the madhya pradesh and bihar in fact when examining each region of country it is also noticeable that fertility rates among muslims are closer to their hindu counterparts along with other socio economic indicators genocidal tactics in myanmar now if we consider india's eastern neighbor the myanmar we find an alarming story in 2005 a regulation was passed which restricted rohingya muslims to have two children the implementation of the population controlling policy was consistent with broader laws geared towards the per- persecution of the larger stateless rohingyas and violated international human rights pro- protections in 2013 report human rights watch argued a uh, watch urged the myanmar government to withdraw the discriminatory population control regulation due to this law rohingya children in a family that already had two children became ineligible to receive any legal status thereby making them ineligible to acquire education and other government services they were also unable to receive travel permissions and in future not being permitted to marry or acquire po- property human rights watch further said that this policy endangered women's physical and mental health because to avoid paying fines or being arrested rohingya women who became pregnant after having two children were resorting to unsafe self induced abortion human rights watch advised that cont- contraceptive services and other reproductive and sexual health services should be provided in a non discriminatory and non coercive manner to all women in myanmar the successful case of bangladesh now moving to another eastern neighbor of india bangladesh we find that implementation of non discriminatory family planning measures being successful in reducing fertility in 2000 the un projected that bangladesh population would soar to 265 million by 2050 The latest projections show that the numbers are likely to climb to slightly more than 200 million by mid-century before stabilizing soon. Since the country gained independence in 1971, both fertility and mortality rates declined drastically. According to the World Bank in 1971, the fer- total fertility rate was 6.94, which by 2019 reduced to 2.01. at the same time life expectancy increased to around 73 years in 2018 from just 46 years in 1971 one reason for this accomplishment in improving socio economic indicators is attributed to improved gender parity in the school enrollment in the country which has been achieved as at both primary and secondary levels In fact with most with almost 6.4 million girls in secondary school in 2015 the country is among the few countries in the world where girls outmore boys in secondary school 
Experts note that success in increased education, employment opportunities, and accessibility of contraceptive to women is primarily due to the local NGO sector. Over the years, NGOs have employed women field workers to provide family planning, advise at people's doorstep, and provide contraceptives. A health organization called International Center for Dietary Disease Research, Bangladesh, or in short, should be mentioned and most detailed health and population data sets in MATLAB hospital located in the south of the country through its field hospital ICDDR demonstrate to women with a little or no formal education how to plan their families and this approach has spread throughout Bangladesh. A simple choice for policymakers in India. So considering Examples of Myanmar and Bangladesh is noticeable that discriminatory and involuntary practices in the former case have not worked. While it was worked in later cases where the policies were exactly opposite and non-discriminatory. Considering the case of Assam and Uttar Pradesh, it is also evident that the population policies in both these states are driven by demographic features, stemming from Islamophobia. Yet. It should be quite apparent to Indian policymakers which examine to evaluate non-discriminatory policies of Muslim-majority Bangladesh worked far better than the discriminatory policies implemented by genocidal, geocidal regime of Myanmar. This question is now whether Indian policymakers will still emphasize on singling out a particular community when formulating such policies. Thank you. See you later in the another episode. Thank you.